Now it's time. Great Bishop and the Council Round. Can I just say that clip from Cyrus? Yeah. From June 28th, 2011. Yeah. Holy cow. That's when we uh, started, well, we started like, messing like with officially, this a little bit. Yeah. Like officially kicked it off after a couple of weeks of toying around with it. You know, you know, Cyrus did my voice work from all my internet stuff. Wow. And he... What a trip. He sent that in. Over seven years ago. I still talk to Cyrus from time to time on Instagram of all places. I'll be sure to tell him that we still use his... I'll tell you know what we should I should tell him that yeah all right uh short meeting last night only 30 minutes that's because Alder Turner was in charge yeah Alderwoman Turner no was, no uh, guff no guff around this is she no nonsense that's right get down to business get, get it in taken and out care of in and out we got a basketball game to go to that's usually oh is that what it was? that's usually how she even in the summer no even in the summer oh, that's okay. how she handles it yeah I don't know when basketball season is but basketball season's now I don't know if there's a game last night but it probably was uh, so we're going to go through some ordinances just to kind of hear them because there really wasn't much debate. We'll uh, uh, talk about, uh, I don't know if we'll get to Daryl Harrell's comments. Oh, Daryl Harrell was there. Oh, I there hope we do. Again. Um, okay, His well, maybe, maybe so we will. Uh, and we'll also talk about uh, liquor licenses and uh, so much more. So uh, here's just an ordinance uh, kind of out there in the ether, all right? All right. Uh, just kind of highlight how expensive things can be, especially fire hydrants. Oh, boy. Fire hydrants with Illinois Meter Incorporated in an amount not to exceed $400,000, $338 for the Office of Public God. Utilities. It's like half a million dollars for fire hydrants. For fire hydrants? <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> $400,000? What are they made of, gold? I don't know. Platinum. Some platinum fire hydrants. Um, so, again, that was put on consent agenda. Something else that was put oh, on consent. Like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Half a million dollars. Uh, something else that was put on the consent agenda deals with money that the city is getting from the feds. Oh, we like that. The burn justice grants. Uh, those are pretty controversial in other areas like Chicago, for instance. These are the grants that are for public safety. Uh, but the Trump administration is embroiled in courts trying to withhold these types of grants of course they are. from cities that declare themselves sanctuary cities. Uh, right. So cities that don't enforce Well, we have not declared any laws. kind of sanctuary city. Springfield has not, so we're getting some cash from the feds. Yeah. An Edward Byrne Memorial Justice Assistant Grant Program for a partnership with Southern Illinois University entitled Reduce Violence, Focused Deterrence, in the amount of $145,765 and authorizing a supplemental appropriation of $72,876.50 of said grant funds for the FY19 for the Springfield Police Department. All right. Getting some money from the feds. Woo! Still tax dollars, but hey, you know, it's good to bring that. that back. I want to get some of that money. Um, then some cash money for some sewer projects. It's accepting financial assistance in an amount of $329,070 for the Thames River Sanitary Sewer Replacement Project. Alderman Donald thinks this is a great, uh, a great project. This is something that's desperately needed in Harrison Park and Ward 9, and I really appreciate all the hard work that Director Mahoney and Nate Bottom and the rest of the staff I put in on this. This is a, something that's long overdue and uh, is going to change the neighborhood because they've had some problems out there. So thank you. All right. And then uh, another ordinance dealing with Mo Money. 
of Illinois Department of Natural Resources accepting financial assistance in an amount of $4,896 for Oak Ridge Cemetery to secure the premises for the Office of Public Works. Now we're getting about five grand to help with, uh, you know, maintaining security at Oak Ridge. All right. Need that. Uh, another ordinance about the city getting some cash. For sale of city-owned property consisting of 12 parcels for a collective amount of $5,800 for the Office of Budget and Management. So a handful of parcels that the city owns being sold to various people. Altogether, I think like $5,000 worth of uh, property. Uh, so uh, Alderman Hanauer has uh, has a, a point he wants to make. How many how many parcels do we still have out there that are for sale? I know we had quite a quite a large number. Yeah. Do we know? Quite a large number. Here's somebody from the uh, city's purchasing division. I think we had about 25 responses back. These are the 13 that have gotten approved uh, are approved so far. Um, we will be putting out another RFP um, with. Probably around 150. Okay. Uh, 100 Where do they get these properties? 50 parcels. I think these are parcels that have had homes that have been demolished. Or they're just empty properties. Like in neighborhoods, if you drive in through some neighborhoods, you might see a house and then you might see like an empty lot. And then another house. So the city ends up getting their hands on those yes. lots, and they just sell them. And they want to get, they want to, yeah, they want to uh, get some development. How on do them. I get my hands on one of those properties? It's uh, a great question uh, because uh, Alderman Redpath uh, kind of highlights how there are some uh, some preferences mm-hmm. in uh, who gets these properties. But they don't Joining look like pro- me. No. Joining properties that are currently like next door neighbors or something, right. and if they decide to develop, they have to go through the same process that anybody else does to build a building or a structure or any kind on there, correct? Right. They tell us what they want to do. So some of these properties, um, they want to build garages or uh, I think we had one that hasn't been approved. They wanted to actually build a house on. Okay. Um, so yes, they tell us what the development plan is um, so we know up front what they're going to use the property for because we want to make sure it's in the best interest of the uh, surrounding community. So I want to put up a house of ill repute. A lot of people are... Um, Buying the properties that are vacant that are next to their properties. Okay. So that uh, no, seems that to be a preference. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So uh, Alderwoman Turner uh, likes this process. You guys did a fantastic. You did a fantastic job on this round. There is a marked difference between what how it's been handled previously and what you did on this one. So congratulations. It's, you did a really a good job on it. And uh, a question for the purchasing agents about uh, the plans that those who do buy these properties if they're going to build a garage if they're going to build a house or whatnot they have to get those plans in front of the city Um, if they have a plan they're supposed to submit it with the bid so we know what their plan is and i think in this uh, this round if they had a plan they were supposed to submit that they are financially able to do it Um, but we don't necessarily have a timeline of when it needs to be done specified in the bid itself it's a a proposal that they can give to us this is what i want to do in this amount of time and we can say yes or no so uh, they approved, at least initially, to uh, offload some of these uh, properties, all collectively about $5,000 worth. Uh, not, you know, not a whole bunch of money coming in, but maybe it'll increase property uh, values for some of those areas uh, that may be taking vacant properties and uh, rehabbing them or putting garages and increasing the value of their own property. So uh, coming back, Ray, we'll talk liquor licenses. Oh, liquor licenses. Always a controversial my, issue. For my house of ill repute. And then uh, we may also get to 
Uh, Daryl Harrell's comments. I want Daryl Harrell. We need more Daryl Harrell on the show. Uh, he, he has a, a central theme that he addresses, and that's uh, the homeless population in the um, warming centers and helping hands. And he's got a beef with helping hands. Oh, no. He's angry at them. Uh, they have his hat. And uh, they say they have things under control, but he does not think they do. Just because of his hat. So we'll get to that coming up. All right. I love a Daryl Harrell comment when it makes the uh, council roundup. That's what you're listening to. It's a Ray Lytle morning show on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Depend on News Talk 90. Short meeting last night, 30 minutes, but some good stuff there, uh, including talk about liquor licenses. Uh, so let's hear from Clerk Lesko about uh, one ordinance. Liquor licenses, buy one for Bacardi's Italian Imports, LLC, DBA, Bacardi's Italian Imports, 3132 Cockrell Lane. All right, so they're uh, looking to modify a liquor license. Another liquor license looking for modification. Uh, a lot of people know this downtown establishment or a couple of establishments. In order to decrease the number of Class F1 liquor licenses, buy one for Central Point Incorporated doing business as Bar None, located at 427 East Monroe, and increase the number of Class Sub Class 2 liquor licenses for Central Point Incorporated, doing business as Gin Mill, located at 235 South 5th Street. Well, I don't even know what that means. What, yeah, <laughs> right. What does that mean? Right. Um, so Alderman Thailand kind of delves into this a bit. So the F1 would have been the nightclub liquor license with no package till 3 a.m., which is being decreased out of bar none. But then you're taking the Gin Mill and you're Subclass 2 allows AA, A, and G to sell liquor till 3 on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Does that mean, are they a double A, or what? what is their license that the subclass 2 is being added to? It would be a double A. It and is a double A. Yeah, the reason this request was made, they, you're exactly correct. The F1 is the broadest license. It's seven days a week. Um, the owner, which owns both establishments, uh, indicated they really don't use it, don't need it, and so requested that they would voluntarily release the seven-day if they could uh, basically obtain the Thursday, Friday, Saturday in its place. So they're giving up the seven-day, reducing it down to the three-day. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So essentially they're looking uh, to— Who wants to be open until 3 o'clock selling liquor on, on a like Wednesday? A, on a Tuesday, you know. <laughs> unless, unless it's like blackout Wednesday, right? Yeah, well, that that would be, yeah, well, they'd have to get a special one now every year for that, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. so. So, yeah, I mean, you've got that's that. A big, that's a big bar it's a night. big bar night. It's a big bar night and a big moneymaker for bars, too, uh, yeah. especially on, uh, you know, a weekday, for crying out loud. Uh, so, I mean, it, but it's a management issue as well. Uh, you know, do you staff it all year round on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Mondays? Uh, so they're changing that up a bit, but uh, Alderman Thailand uh, just wants to be, uh, you know, consistent. Historically, I do not vote for AA licenses. I'm going to vote to put this on the consent agenda, but next week I will vote no against this ordinance. All right. So uh, Alderman McMillan. Why doesn't he like AA liquor licenses? The AA, I think, is what uh, you can do packaged liquor sales. So essentially, I mean, it's not just going to be narrowing it down to a couple of days for the 3 a.m. It's also going to be allowing for packaged liquor sales. I've never bought packaged liquor in a bar. Yeah, I just, I don't know, it just seems who, weird. Who does that? Well, I, I remember back like when I was 23 or something. Um, the, one I, of my roommates wanted to go get a six pack at like two o'clock in the morning. And yeah. we went to, a, you know, like a neighborhood bar that had a three o'clock license and we're able to pick it up. 
Uh, but Alderman McMiniman, uh, he wants to delve into this a bit Will too. both locations remain open or is one location to be uh, closed? It, it is my understanding that they will both be open. They, inside the building, they actually, uh, you can pass back and forth. And so they're operated by the same company, the same licensee. It's just so happens in the past, they've carried two separate licenses. And uh, in this case, the licensee has indicated that they would uh, forego or give up the uh, F1, which is the seven day, provided that they could get the three day, but there would be one license applying to both. So it's the same business they're applying for uh, both of those licenses. Uh, McMiniman continues. Is that an internal passageway from one location to, yes. the, to the next? And it's been that way for some time? That yes. is my understanding. Okay, thank There's you. There's no shenanigans going on, Joe. It's the same thing. <laughs> there is an internal passageway, and Alderman DeCinso, sorry, Alderwoman DeCinso, uh, kind of uh, pokes fun at uh, uh, McMinman. He's got to get out more. <laughs> we don't go to the same places, apparently. Apparently not. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then uh, Corporation Council Circle just uh, wraps this up in summation. It's the broadest license right. the city grants. Three o'clock. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And what they've said is that they would like to, because they own both establishments, they're interconnected, they would forego the right. seven-day if they could get the three-day in, in, in yeah. its place. I understand that. Okay. I just, wanted, right. I just wanted to clarify that this was not a new 3 a.m. Right, and I, my problem is not with the 3 a.m. My problem is with the sale of package liquor yeah. being able to be sold until 3 a.m. Well, you can go to a gas station and buy it whenever. So there you go. Um, we'll uh, get back with uh, more of the roundup to delve into new business. And Daryl Harrell. And citizens addressing the council in a very short 30-minute council meeting last night. I can't believe we're actually going to be able to fill up of course, three segments for of course the council roundup. Will. Look at that. We're, we're special. Look at that. It is the Ray Lotto Morning Show. Take a break. Come back with more council roundup right after the news. And with news, you can... Ray Lotto. So uh, last night, they got through stuff pretty darn quick. Mm -hmm. uh, so now it's time for some new business. Only 22 minutes into the meeting, chaired by uh, Alderwoman Doris Turner, Committee of the Whole last night. So uh, starting off new business, Alderwoman DeCenso. Saturday, uh, Downtown Springfield, Inc. held their first holiday walk. It was fantabulous. Um, lots of holiday cheer. I took a sleigh ride. I drank some hot cocoa. I bought some things. It was packed. It was a beautiful day. It was almost 60 degrees. Had to drag my son out of there. Spent two hours in the kidsium. I thought he'd be too old for it, but literally had to drag him out of the kidsium. So we. You'd be too old for it. I'm not too old for anything. Um, but we. Stop uh, your flirtations. There's a lot of that going on <laughs> between Red Path and Desenso. She, I hope wonder she bought us anything. And we give we give great coverage. Do you think the, yeah. these, well, the, I can't of the, accept, I can't just one of these all. Well, I can't. I can't. Uh, one of you all listen. Greg might have uh, ethics. I don't. <laughs> If one of you all wants to buy me anything, I will gladly take it. Yeah. Um, By the way, I still have a blanket I have to give to Andrew Proctor. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> that he loaned me at a remote last year. Oh, geez. So, Holy cow. Remind uh, not 3 a.m. bars, apparently, either. But we uh, had a great day downtown, so I would encourage everyone to check out the holiday walks. Very cool. Downtown. Yeah, it was she's right. really, really They're very nice. My daughter time. went last week. Uh, last weekend. She yeah. loved them. Alderwoman yeah. Turner also uh, talking about the importance of buying local. And last Saturday was also uh, buy local. And Small Business Saturday. Business Saturday, and we all encouraged everyone to buy local. So I would hope that as people are beginning their and continuing their holiday shopping, that they will continue to support the local businesses. Yeah, buy local. Uh, a great mantra, no question. Absolutely. I saw one of my friends, though, echo something that I've experienced time and again. What's that? On social media, they posted, ah, I'm going out to buy this specific bomber jacket. I'm going to a local surplus store to ask if they have it. Go inside. They say, no, it's too expensive. We don't carry it. So instead, they went out into the parking lot and bought one online using their phone. Uh, it's, it, it, it's a problem. I mean, it really is. Yeah. People, you know, consumers are picky. And if they don't find it locally, they will quickly go online and just buy it. I'll tell you what, I can't get enough of that popcorn. They got that, oh, man. Popcorn? Yeah, that Dell's popcorn. Oh, yeah. No, oh. That's, that's good stuff. Definitely buy that locally. They got the white chocolate. They right. got the kettle corn. Good stuff. Oh, but man. the mayor also uh, talking mm. about um, the uh, the downtown experience. The Holly Walks are Wednesday. I appreciate all the women to send, so bring that up. And the Visitor Center's open at the Lincoln Herndon Law Office, so if you haven't had a chance... Uh, you can go in there, and Scott Dahl can give the hours of operation. I can't. And Dahl uh, kind of breaks that out a bit. Yeah, so we did open up, and we had over 350 visitors uh, on Saturday. So that was combined with the holiday walks and, and small business Saturday. So that was great. Um, a lot of effort went into it. Jeff Berg, our tourism manager, put his heart and soul into it. And if you haven't been through it, it looks really, really great. So uh, the hours right now, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30. Uh, weekends will be open for the holiday walks, uh, noon to five on Saturdays, and then through eight, 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. And you said they're going to rework some of the uh, weekend hours throughout the winter months, uh, heading into the spring. So we'll hear more about um, the visiting center in downtown Springfield, mm. Lincoln Herndon office. Uh, in other new business, Alderman McMiniman wants to chime in and offer up his thoughts about a contract. Percent of the mastic crack filling uh, was remained uncompleted. As we went into the bad weather. Remember that whole deal where they uh, delayed oh, yeah. a contract yeah. by multiple weeks? And 20% of the rubber crack fill material um, was installed, but that leaves 80% of the rubber crack fill was uninstalled. And he talks about why it's uninstalled. And your engineers did an outstanding job uh, advising the city council that uh, any delay in that uh, approving that contract would cause us potentially to run into bad weather problems, and that's precisely what happened. So please pass along um, a thank you to your engineers to, for properly advising the council on what might happen if we didn't uh, move appropriately forward with that contract. It came uh, three and a half weeks later than it could have come. So thanks a lot. I just wanted to highlight. How, I just wanted to point out, make yeah. everybody else, you know. I think it's worth noting. Thank God, Joe. You were the only correct one, Joe. <laughs> Everyone else was wrong. Joe was right. Joe was right, well, everybody. And some, and some of the predictions Joe from other... Joe was right. I want everybody to know that Joe was right. <laughs> some of the other predictions from Alderman, though, were 
you know, it's not going to snow until next year. And Joe gonna, was right, We're everybody. not going to get any snow, but what, it snows really early in November and just Thank frigid God. temperatures. Thank God Joe was right. He saved us yeah. from, oh, that's right. He didn't save us from anything. Okay. All right. Uh, Daryl Harrell. Let's hear from uh, Daryl Harrell, citizen addressing the council last night. Committee of the Whole. Subject, Houston, we have a problem. Uh, imagine that. All right, so uh, <laughs> Mr. Harrell, he gets up there and he talks kind of an <laughs> allegory in a way. You know, it's like he has poems, then he works in some of his concerns. He's a very gifted speaker. Yeah. If you have done all of this for us, Mr. Mayor, why has all this happened to us under the leadership of Helping Hand? Where are, where are our protections that we have under the leadership days? Where are the staff with qualifications? So he's talking about helping hands. Apparently he's had some issues with helping hands. Mm. The staff of helping hand is unqualified to deal with men and women. Example, two women were fighting a staff member male. Statements were, we had everything under control until he put his hand on a female's throat and told her to stop fighting, holding her down while a female was biting her and the other staff member female watched Man. example Royal rumble two men were fighting black male about two 265 white male about 125 another white noticed the fight about 185 jumped into the fight now it's two white males against one black staff statement we have everything under control police were called example yeah, man. Uh, he goes on with another example. Male, military, black male, an ex-offender, white male, fighting. Now you have this fight in front of Springfield police. Staff statement, we have everything under control. Mm-hmm. Provide some more. The homeless are taking showers at the Washington Street Mission and wearing clean clothes. Men from Helping Hands are not taking showers, losing their lottery, and failing breathalyzers, then coming into the warming center, bullying homeless people, and causing them to put, be put out because they are protecting the bed they were assigned. Staff statement, we have everything under control. And uh, also talks a little bit more about what happened, I guess in particular his direct complaint uh, with Helping Hands. Mr. Mayor, please send in an investigator to find out why we have all these roaches walking into the warming oh, center, Lord. taking over Ergo, if staff has everything under control, why are men patting women while women are doing paperwork? Staff statement, we have everything under control. Staff are sounding like a program robot playing games with people's lives. Ergo, my purple and black hat is missing. It's in a file cabinet in Helping Hands office. Please make a U-turn visit as well to retrieve my hat. Conclusion. They asked each other who did this when they were carefully investigated. They were told Daryl Harrell, the general. Last night, I was asked to leave the warming center because staff have everything under control. Mayor Langfelder, get off your rear end and go down to Helping Hands and get Daryl Harrell's hat get back. Get with them, and, uh, especially if your belongings are over there, so you can help uh, get those back. Yeah. There you go. Go down there and get it, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, he actually uh, gave that job to Juan Huerta. Yeah, well, poor relations Juan. Guy. Yeah. Juan has to go down there and get it. Yeah, so uh, there you go. It's last night's 30-minute uh, Council Juan, go down and get the hat, meeting. then go find Daryl Harrell and give him his hat back. Pretty incredible stuff. There you go. Thank you, Greg. Yep. It's the Council Roundup. Ergo. 
the Committee of the Whole. All right, uh, Mike Wenmacher joins us next with the Sports 411. The most local.